most people with type 1 diabetes that I have met who are experiencing emotional challenges feel that these emotional challenges make it really hard for them to be free and flexible in their lives. Not only does the work of type 1 get in the way, but these emotional aspects make them feel trapped. Challenges like diabetes burnout, anxiety, and distress keep people from doing what they want to do and are really barriers for them living lives that are free and flexible. And this got me thinking, what if there's a way that we could vaccinate people against the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes, just like we vaccinate people against COVID? And I think there might be. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, a quick question for you. Does type 1 diabetes make you feel stuck? Do you feel like type 1 limits you and makes it harder to do the things that you want to do? If so, I have a free guide that can help you get unstuck and become more flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. To download your free copy, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. That's thediabetespsychologist.com backslash get unstuck. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist for access to even more exclusive content. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Last week, I got my COVID vaccine. For me, the process was really easy. I made an appointment at the San Diego Vaccine Superstation at Petco Park, which is our baseball stadium here in San Diego. I drove my car in, checked in, rolled down my window, and they came by with the vaccine. And after my injection, I waited about 15 minutes to make sure there are no side effects, and they let me drive away. But while I was in line, I was thinking about what getting this vaccine means for me. For the past year, all of our lives have been disrupted. We've been living in a world of confinement, and in many ways, we've been trapped. We haven't been able to do the things that we want to do. Even simple things like seeing our friends and family, going to church, going out for dinner, or going on vacation. To put it simply, COVID has limited our ability to be free and flexible in our lives. And I know we're all looking forward to the day when we can be free and flexible again. And this vaccine gives me hope that day is coming soon. I think this topic of being free and flexible is also really relevant for people with type 1 diabetes. Many people with type 1 feel that living with type 1 diabetes makes it difficult to be free and flexible in their lives. Not only does the work of type 1 get in the way, but the emotional aspects of diabetes make them feel trapped. Challenges like diabetes burnout, anxiety, and distress keep us from doing the things that we really want to be doing and are barriers to living lives that are free and flexible. Thinking beyond COVID, I think this topic of being free and flexible is really relevant to people with type 1 diabetes. Most people with type 1 diabetes that I have met who are experiencing emotional challenges feel that these emotional challenges make it really hard for them to be free and flexible in their lives. 
Not only does the work of type 1 get in the way, but these emotional aspects make them feel trapped. Challenges like diabetes burnout, anxiety, and distress keep people from doing what they want to do and are really barriers for them living lives that are free and flexible. And this got me thinking, what if there's a way that we could vaccinate people against the emotional burden of type 1 diabetes, just like we vaccinate people against COVID? And I think there might be. I was curious, so I did a little research about what the COVID vaccine actually does. And I'm not an immunologist, but here's my understanding. The COVID vaccine does not prevent the virus that causes COVID from entering your body. If you're exposed to COVID, there's not a lot you can do about that. But what it does do is it prevents the virus from multiplying and becoming a big problem by getting you sick. While in a perfect world, you would never be exposed to COVID in the first place. The world's not perfect, and being exposed is a possibility. So we developed the vaccine to significantly reduce your risk of negative outcomes if you do get exposed. And this is important because from what I understand, the virus is not going away. I want to challenge you to think about the stress of living with type 1 diabetes in the same way. Of course, none of us want to be exposed to the stress of diabetes. We would prefer that living with diabetes would be stress-free and smooth sailing all the time. Wouldn't it be amazing if you never experienced diabetes burnout or anxiety or distress? But that's not possible. Sometimes living with type 1 is going to be stressful. And sometimes there isn't anything we can do to make it less stressful. But what if we had a way to vaccinate you against the stress of diabetes? Just like the COVID vaccine, this vaccine would not prevent you from experiencing the stress of diabetes. It would prevent the stress of diabetes from getting in your way, limiting your flexibility in your life. Think about it this way. What does the emotional burden of diabetes stop you from doing? And what if there is a way you could still do that thing, even if diabetes still throws stressful situations your way sometimes? And guess what? It will. But with the vaccine, this stress would no longer get in your way. You would experience it, but it wouldn't bother you and wouldn't stop you from doing anything. I want to talk about three specific things you can do to vaccinate yourself against the stress of living with type 1 diabetes. Before I dive in, I want to make sure I set some appropriate expectations. This isn't the COVID vaccine, where you get two injections over the course of a month, and then you're immune. Working to make yourself immune from the emotional burden of diabetes will take some time and some work on your part. You may have to revisit them on an ongoing basis. But if you're willing to put in the work, I think it'll be well worth your time. The first strategy for vaccinating yourself against the emotional challenges of diabetes is to accept that the stress of living with type 1 diabetes is normal. Now, I know this may be a tough pill to swallow, but it's also the key to vaccinating yourself against the stress of diabetes. Let me tell you why. Just because something is normal doesn't mean you want it or that it feels good. I'm sure everyone will take me up on my offer if I told you there is a way not to experience the stress of diabetes. But I'm not a magician, and this isn't possible. But if you know something is normal, then you know to expect it, and it doesn't surprise you when you're confronted with it. Try thinking about it this way. 
Pretend you're a catcher for your favorite Major League Baseball team. And if you don't have a favorite team, you can borrow mine, the San Diego Padres. Now, the catcher's job is kind of scary. There's a ball being thrown at him at nearly 100 miles an hour. Not exactly a comfortable situation. But since he knows it's coming, he's ready for it. And he can react and catch it with ease. But what if the catcher didn't realize that getting a ball thrown at him was part of his job? Then he wouldn't be ready for it. And when it's thrown at him, it's going to hit him and hurt him. And he's probably going to be really upset about that. And next time, he's going to be really anxious about the pitch coming at him. Now, just like having a ball thrown at him is a normal part of the catcher's job, having stress with diabetes is a normal process too. Sure, there's a lot you can do to reduce the stress, but you can't keep the stress away all the time. You're going to have high blood sugar. You're going to have low blood sugar. People are going to say rude things to you. You may feel embarrassed and self-conscious about diabetes. Unfortunately, these things are all part of life with diabetes sometimes. But if you know that these stressful situations are coming, even if you don't know when, you can be ready for them. And you won't be surprised when they do show up. And this can make them a whole lot easier to deal with. A couple days ago, I was at the grocery store with my two-year-old daughter. She was running all around, and I was doing my best to keep her from pulling things off the shelf. And then I felt my blood sugar dropping. And I'll be honest, I was stressed. Dealing with a two-year-old any day is no easy task. But with a low blood sugar in the middle of the grocery store... Well, I'm sure you can imagine. I had Smarties in my pocket, and I was able to treat my low and get out of the store relatively unscathed. But it was still stressful. Then I started going down the path in my mind of beating myself up for having a low and for being stressed with the situation. But then I stopped myself. Yeah, the situation was stressful. But I also reminded myself that lows in inconvenient places are normal. And everyone has them sometimes. And everyone feels stressed when they happen. Reminding myself that this type of thing is expected sometimes and normal helped me from letting the stress get any bigger. Of course, the stress is no fun. But normalizing it helped me not to let it ruin my day. One last thought on how normalizing the stress of diabetes can help. When you realize the stress is normal, you also know that it'll pass. Normalizing the stress helps you see it for what it is, not get stuck in it. Because there's no worse feeling than thinking the stress will last forever. But knowing that it'll pass makes it much easier to deal with. The second thing you can do to vaccinate yourself against the stress of living with type 1 diabetes is to recognize the stories you tell yourself about type 1. I'm pretty sure we can all agree that type 1 diabetes is not easy and not something we would choose to deal with if we didn't have to. It's challenging, but we have to deal with it. We're going to experience stressors that come along with diabetes, and there's not much we can do to stop those from happening. But in my experience, it's not diabetes or the stress of diabetes, which is the biggest challenge. It's the meaning we put on the stress and our reaction to the stress. We tell ourselves stories, and these stories are what make diabetes and the stress of diabetes so difficult to handle. All of us tell ourselves a unique story about what having diabetes means about us or what having stress around diabetes means about us. And these stories make the stress of diabetes even bigger than it needs to be. 
Some of the common stories we tell ourselves include things like, diabetes means I'm broken, or if I'm burnt out with diabetes, it must mean there's something wrong with me, or diabetes makes me different from everybody else. And there are many versions of these stories, but they all lead down the same road. They all make an already tough situation even more stressful. But worse yet, if we believe the stories we tell ourselves about type 1, and we almost always do, they put us in a no-win situation. If the story is true, there is no way to get out of it, so it feels like you'll be trapped there forever. And feeling trapped is a pretty hopeless place to be. If you can identify the stories you're telling yourself and call them out for what they really are, their stories, that's an important step to vaccinating yourself against the stress of type 1 diabetes. When you identify something as a story, it helps you see it for what it is, and then you can separate yourself from it. Now, you're probably always going to be telling yourself stories about what type 1 means about you, and these stories are usually triggered by stressful situations. So your goal is not not to tell yourself stories, but your goal is just to recognize that they're stories and not the truth. These stories will come at you, but labeling them prevents them from multiplying further and getting in your way. So how do you vaccinate yourself? How do you identify the stories you're telling yourself about type 1 diabetes? A lot of times, these stories fly under the radar for us, and we don't even realize they're part of our thinking. If you can identify your stories on your own, then great. You're ahead of the game. Your task is to keep reminding yourself that what you're telling yourself is a story and that you don't have to buy it. But if you're like most people, you may not be aware of the stories you're telling yourself. And I want to give you a little trick that you can use to help you become more aware of them. The tip is this, try to work backwards. Now, you may not be aware of the stories, but you're usually aware of your emotions. And your emotions and your stories are usually pretty closely connected. When you feel an emotion like frustration or anger, overwhelm, try working backwards to see if you can identify the story you're telling yourself that leads to that emotion. I'll give you an example from my own life. A minute ago, I was telling you about when I went low in the middle of the grocery store with my daughter in tow and how I was feeling really overwhelmed. Looking back, the story I was telling myself was, I can't handle this situation. When that story popped in my head, my stress level skyrocketed. But once I was able to identify that story and let go of it, my stress level went down. Now, the situation was still stressful, but it felt a whole lot more manageable. Remember, the goal here is not to get rid of the story or to push it out of your mind. That almost never works. But the goal is to label the story for what it is, a story. And labeling it will help prevent the stress of diabetes from multiplying. One final note about our stories. Identifying and labeling our stories is a process, and it may not happen as quickly as you want it to. This is one example of how the vaccine against the stress of type 1 is not as simple and easy as the vaccine against COVID. It's not simply a two-shot process and then you're done. No matter how much you practice labeling your stories as stories, you will probably still get caught up in them sometimes, and that's totally normal. But the goal, and what offers you the most protection against the stress of diabetes, is that when you do get caught up in your story, you catch yourself, and you bring yourself back before you get too deep into it. The third step to vaccinating yourself against the stress of type 1 diabetes is using an approach that I call lead with action. I really believe that pushing yourself to behave differently and leading with your action rather than leading with your emotions 
is one of the most effective things you can do to vaccinate yourself against the stress of type 1. I want you to ask yourself this question. Why do you not want to experience the stress of type 1 diabetes? Or put another way, what does the stress of type 1 diabetes prevent you from doing? Each one of us has our own answer, but the more specific you can be, the better. How is the stress of type 1 diabetes getting in your way? What happens is the stress of type 1 starts controlling our behavior. And you start telling yourself a story that you can't do what you want to do until the stress goes away. But the reason the stress is such a problem is that you think it's stopping you from doing what you want to do. But what if you didn't let the stress control you? What if you decided to do what you want to do even if you did feel stressed? When people are able to do this, when they lead with action and see that the stress doesn't have to stop them, the stress starts becoming much less of a problem. By leading with action, you vaccinate yourself against the stress of type 1 diabetes. The stress may still be there, but it doesn't get in your way anymore. And remember, that's what a vaccine is all about, being able to handle stress and not let it multiply and become a problem in your life. Leading with action may not always feel comfortable, and that's okay. But the more you do it, and the more that you see you can handle that discomfort and that stress, the easier it'll get. Let me tell you a story to demonstrate what leading with action looks like in real life with diabetes. As I talked about here before, one of the things I see most often in my practice is people who have a fear of low blood sugar. And this fear of low blood sugar prevents them from doing things that they want to be doing in their lives, like exercising. I have one patient who really wants to be able to exercise, but the fear of low blood sugar is really getting in their way. They're worried that if they do exercise, that their blood sugar will go low and they won't be able to recognize that they have a low blood sugar, or they feel they'll be in a position where they won't be able to treat it effectively and something really awful will happen. And for them, this fear is paralyzing. It's getting in their way of action. So I introduced this concept of lead with action to this person. They really want to be able to ride their bike. And so we worked out a way for this person to get on their bike and ride for 10 minutes, no matter how scared they were. For the longest time, this person's been leading with their anxiety and allowing their anxiety to dictate their behavior. But by leading with action and getting on their bike and riding, no matter how they were feeling emotionally, this empowered them to see that their anxiety didn't have to get in the way of them doing what they really wanted to be doing, which is riding their bike. After this person rode their bike, I asked them how it was, and they told me that it was terrifying, that they were really scared. But I asked them, did you do it? And they told me they did. And that was the victory, doing the behavior even though they are feeling scared. Leading with action means being scared, being uncomfortable, and doing it anyway. But by leading with action, we gain some experience. We recognize we have the ability to do things even when we don't feel like we can or even when we don't feel like we want to. We have the ability to separate our emotions from our behavior. And by leading with action, we learn that that's possible, which then frees us up to be flexible and do a lot more things in our lives. And if we're able to do the things we want to do in our lives, having stress around diabetes becomes an annoyance as opposed to a barrier in our lives. And in my opinion, that's a huge win. The stress, the anxiety is still there, but it's not getting in our way. And that's the ultimate vaccine against the stress of living with type 1 diabetes.
To finish off, let's take a minute to recap the steps you could take to vaccinate yourself against the stress of type 1 diabetes. Step number one, remember that stress is normal. Type 1 diabetes is a condition that requires a lot of attention and is known to throw curveballs your way. Anyone in your shoes will be stressed sometimes. What you are feeling is a normal reaction to a stressful situation. Step number two, identify the stories you tell yourself about diabetes. Diabetes is stressful enough, but the stories we tell ourselves about diabetes and what it means about us make it so much more stressful. Recognizing this and identifying the stories you tell yourself can help you let them bounce off of you rather than buying the stories and making them a part of your identity. Step number three, lead with action. The reason the stress of type 1 diabetes is causing you so much trouble is because it's getting in the way of action. It can make it a lot harder to manage diabetes and do what you want to do in your life. But if you wait to take action until you don't feel stressed, you may be waiting a long time. Lead with action and try doing what you want to do, no matter how you're feeling. Doing this can help you neutralize the stress of diabetes and help you see it doesn't have to get in your way. And that is the ultimate vaccine. These steps work together to create the ultimate vaccine against the stress of type 1 diabetes. I would encourage you to use step one, normalizing stress, and step two, identifying the stories you tell yourself about diabetes as leverage to help you see that you can lead with action and gain the freedom and flexibility you're looking for. Just like the COVID vaccine will hopefully give us the freedom we've all been missing over the past year, this vaccine for the stress of type 1 diabetes can help you become more free and flexible in your life and not let the stress of diabetes get in your way. Before you go, can I ask you a quick favor? If this podcast has been helpful for you, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a 5-star rating and post a review on iTunes. That helps me get the word out about this podcast so as many people as possible with type 1 diabetes can benefit from it. I always love hearing from my listeners. To get in touch, you can find me on Instagram at the Diabetes Psychologist or send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com. You can also find me on the web at thediabetespsychologist.com. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. Bye until then. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.